0: On this episode of We're no damn Experts, Rebecca and Mahdi share with you seven habits of highly effective travelers. We hope you practice at least one. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down.
1: Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're No Damn
0: Experts. Happy New Year. Yay. We're so glad to be back in the studio together.
1: You know, what's really odd is that we aren't experts at relaxing and enjoying our time and just being a leisure person. No, because if we did, stuff wouldn't get done. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's the point. So there's a reason why we um, are overachievers and want to tackle everything. We're a team of three people. Yeah, we're up to a team of three.
1: (laughs) But our Instagram, we then grew to over 5,000 followers. Holy moly, thank you, everyone who follows us on Instagram. And then...
0: Because we did this giveaway to Showdown Montana, whose ski season opened roughly two weeks ago. So I'm going through the messages and I find one from Zach, who's thinking about moving here. And he says, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, We're No Damn Experts like oh. thank you zach and he reached out to us on instagram too <laughs> so zach i'm gonna send you an email today or monday again team of three got some stuff to do but you're on the priority list so don't worry okay yeah or we're gonna respond let your wife know that great Falls is an amazing area and we'll tell you everything about all the other cities in montana
1: too so where's zach from do you know
0: he is from new hampshire
1: Ooh, so he's so, used to snow. Yeah, a little bit close to Matthew being on the the eastern East sea- coast, eastern seaboard. If I don't yeah. see a download peak in New Hampshire after this episode airs, <laughs> Zach, I'm not going to reply to your email. So, Zach, you've got a long road ahead of you. Get a lot of those New Hampshire ands. And, that New might Hampshire not help.
0: <laughs> yeah, get those people from New Hampshire to visit Great Falls. There we go, and listen to our podcast. Yeah. So the reason we're talking about being so um, amazing, our tourism team, (laughs) is because we want our leisure travelers to be amazing, too. And we have seven habits of highly effective travelers
1: to share with our listeners. I am excited because um, all of this content was created by you. I read it and I'm like, oh, these are great tips. (laughs) Aren't they? Because I'm an
0: awful traveler. Almost as bad as our guests that came from Alberta yesterday.
1: (laughs) Not as bad as that. Okay. I mean, I have had a picnic in a park. I have never sat in somebody's office and ate lunch. (laughs) So that you guys know,
0: um, we had a family from Alberta in yesterday. First, the mom walks in and says, is this a place we can eat lunch? And I said, come on in. (laughs) We're a, a visitor information center. That's what it says on the sign, but this is my office. I won't tell you that. (laughs) What do you need? She's like, we don't want to eat our lunch in our car or outside. Because, again, it was negative 15 yesterday. It's 41 degrees today. And I said, yeah, how many people in your group? She says six. We bring some chairs up from the basement, put some
1: uh, end tables together, and they had a picnic in our office. And it was fun to visit with them. They were from California. No, they were coming home from California. So nice, fancy road trip. But it did make us think, huh, we've got that table downstairs, maybe we move that up, because I don't think it would take, out, take up much more room than the chairs we have there now. So the space is evolving, just yeah. now that. But, you know, you're traveling,
0: you're on the road, and you're like, well, I don't know where
1: to eat lunch, let's knock on this office. <laughs> or or you're the frugal traveler, and you bought a loaf of bread and some sandwich meat. That's, what, that's exactly what he did. Like, we have got,
0: I got, we've got options here. We've got plates, utensils, coffee, and cold water. So <laughs> so that you are an, a highly effective traveler and can get the most out of your time visiting Great Falls and pretty much any other community. This is going to be generally specific. You can apply these to anywhere except for like three of them. Okay. So the number one habit, the one you can't apply anywhere else.
1: Travel at Great Falls, Montana. I mean, that is a fantastic habit. And I heard New Year's resolutions for experiences and getting outdoors and being away from people. Is high it's up, pretty high. high up there.
0: <laughs> I love it. So I went home um, during the holidays in December. And as many of you know, there's this hit TV series that's based in Montana. I'm just going to say the word. Yellowstone, Yellowstone. not the park. And no one has been really interested in where I lived before unless they were like my friend on Facebook and they saw the gorgeous pictures of me out exploring with my family. They're like, well, you live in Montana. I was watching Yellowstone. I can't wait to come. Like, can I come visit? I'm like, well, there's the rodeo in January. Do you want to come? And How cold is it? I'm like, it's indoors. It doesn't matter. You're fine. Put a coat on. And then I was telling well, then there's the Newberry, because we have Quiet Riot coming in February. And the few days before that is going to be Diamond Rio. Yeah. Rob Schneider. There's a second show for that.
1: Yeah, he was sold out. He's uh, added a second show. So. And, and yes,
0: that's the Rob Schneider that you know. The one with Adam Adam Sandler Sandler's friends. On SNL. <laughs> yeah. All those movies. The guy. The dad of... Eli, Eli King. L. King. L. King. So um, he's going to be here in Great Falls doing two shows on February 7th. Yeah, I remember the date. Woo! So not only do we have plenty of things to do in town during January and February. Oh, and March. And March with Western Art the- Week. Yes. I'm um, still getting show organizers to share their information with me. So it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and I know during that time, there's also going to be more conscious of Newberry because, again, that guy that called me from Denver, he's worried about the weather in March. <laughs> I, maybe it won't be as cold. But either way, I went out exploring this, in the snow this past weekend. Went to yeah. Memorial Falls, which is a short hike. <clears throat> Shorter than I thought. Um, Yeah, it's not much of a
1: lengthy hike.
0: Well, I originally knew it was a mile. You know how we tell people to do things we've never done. (laughs) (laughs) I've been to the trailhead. I just have never made it back there that far. So I was like, oh, it's a mile loop. We can do this. Let's turn on my little Apple Watch see how far I walk. Or hike, I should say. It's a (laughs) walk. It's really a walk. (laughs) It's a walk. Um, In and back in 0.6 miles. Yeah. Could have been 30 minutes just... If my daughter wasn't throwing a fit, you know, it would have been a lot faster. (laughs) But we get to Memorial Falls, and they're frozen. And the outside is frozen, but not the inside. So you can still hear and see the water falling behind the ice shell.
1: Oh, wow.
0: There's some video on it. So if you go to our Facebook page or our website, visit greatfallsmontana.org. It's the most recent blog. And it says, just hike to a frozen waterfall. Get your information there. It's easily done with a kid. If your kid is not throwing a fit.
1: (laughs) So travel to Great Falls as tip one for the highly effective traveler. And if you need more ideas, there's like 60 plus episodes. (laughs) Just listen to them. The
0: second one is to listen to a podcast (laughs) about where you're going. Yeah. And I mean... How many other destinations have podcasts like ours that say, "Hey, we're no damn experts,
1: and we're going to guide you <laughs> for your trip"? I don't think any. I don't think so either. And if, if you, you're out there, other DMOs listening to us, and you're like, "Hey, let's, let's coordinate. Let's start a rivalry or a collaboration. We're up for it." Yeah, let's talk. Um, I'd love to hear your ideas, and you know, just. But I think football. we're the only
0: ones. Yeah, so it's going to be crickets, but. I have said this horribly on the news before. When we first created this podcast, the news is like, why are you guys doing this? And I, for some reason, say, it's so that no
1: one will ever have to come visit me in person. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Well, in 2020, that was kind of the reason why.
0: (laughs) But people were scared to engage with other humans. Yeah, like everyone was always like taking a step back. And I'm like, we're 10 feet apart, people.
1: I keep trying to get closer to you and you keep
0: walking away. (laughs) I literally can't yell any louder through this mask. (laughs) But that's the snippet that they put in the article, too. They made this podcast so you don't have to see them in person. So, Because they don't want to visit with you. When in reality, it's just all this content that you can look back at, get excited to. So you can listen to it on the plane, on your drive here, um, on your way out to any of our excursions in the area. We're there to guide you because we've done it, most of it. Otherwise, they're lying about it, which is fine with us. Hope it's right. good with you.
1: <laughs> um, you can now, only, <laughs> you'll have to show back up and tell us we were lying about it because yeah. that's the only way we're going to know. <laughs>
0: And if you um, if you listen to us and you do follow your habit number one, you can meet us too. But we'll get to that later. Okay. Habit number three, which we've we've mentioned plenty of times, because of Aaron, who's yelled at us for telling people to go to showdown on day one. <laughs> That's right. Acclimate. <laughs> so d- habit three: prepare your body for the adventure.
1: Yep. Great. That doesn't mean like if you want to get a gym membership, but you don't have to oh you don't need a gym membership you don't you have the outdoors here no
0: i would actually avoid the gym like
1: so this habit has nothing to do with diet and exercise just just as the disclaimer though we do
0: have a gym here fit republic if if you want
1: to work out here you can yeah
0: (laughs) so habit number three prepare your body for the adventure so that means acclimate if you are going to be going skiing great falls elevation is three thousand three hundred thirty feet which is kind of like the bar elevation. (laughs) What? Elevation 3330. And then showdown's highest part is 8,000 feet. Yep. And if you even go further out to Glacier, you're flirting with 11,000.
1: Yep. So it gets higher, which means the air gets thinner. And that just means we're better
0: at breathing than you. And you need to get used to that. (laughs) So get used to the acclimation. Don't do activities the day you get here or the day before you're going to leave, especially if you're flying. Um, because that's going to mess up with your ears, maybe, or is that scuba diving?
1: I think that's scuba diving, but you could do that here too if you wanted. Yeah. I mean <laughs> Well, Tiber Reservoir is a really great diving location. <laughs> okay. I haven't. I don't yeah. Um, but
0: also we want to make sure you're dressed for the occasion.
1: Oh yes. Gear up. Um, because as we just said, It can't be stated enough. It was negative 15 degrees yesterday. And it's 41 today. When the wind blows when it's negative 15 degrees, it feels like it's a negative a million. And it hurts your face, it hurts your hands, and frostbite is real, and it comes quick. Yes. So you need to have the proper coat, gloves, boots, hat, so you can stay warm. And, then, and layers, not just like, I have my
0: shirt on, let's like put a coat on. <laughs> yeah, like put on some layers, people. There is no bad weather. There's just bad clothing.
1: Correct. But when it's,
0: negative 15 wasn't even the coldest it's been here. No. Um,
1: well, I wasn't here, but where you know, I was, negative, f- negative 35 I took on the th- thermometer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I took some pictures of the falls when it was negative 20 in late December. So a few weeks ago, and I step out of the car because my daughter wanted to go take pictures of ice. She has her camera. I have mine. I step out of the car, put the camera in my face, I'm taking the picture, and when I peel the camera off my face. There's the ice from the moisture on my skin that froze on the screen on the camera. And I'm like, oh, that's how cold it is. (laughs) That's how quickly this happens. And I did wear my gloves, but then my daughter's like, I want to go out. I'm like, I didn't prepare you to leave the car. So I'd roll down the window. You can take a few shots and I'm rolling that bad boy back up. So um, you can still have plenty of fun. Just, Just dress for it. Habit number four. Hmm. Break out of your comfort zone. And we can't
1: say this enough. Really? It's not an experience if you're not expanding your horizons. If you're always doing things you've always done, it's it's mundane. Yeah. And, and that can go for any part of your life, you know?
0: But why not try something new when you're somewhere that no one knows you? <laughs> it's the perfect time. Like if you've never done karaoke before and you're Ooh. scared to do it at your local establishments... You can karaoke any night here in Great Falls, (laughs) and no one will know you. And and you could be horribly bad. I doubt you're worse than me. Or you could be amazing and finally realize that you can shine in your own neighborhood. And then you'll become a karaoke star at home. And not just karaoke, but
1: break out of your comfort zones and areas of interest, too. So we have over 10 museums Mm -hmm. here, and we are Montana's museum capital, you may not be a museum goer. It might not be your thing. Just do it anyway. Yes. Because once you do, you're going to go, I'm so
0: glad we did that. And I have said that to everyone. I was not a museum person, art person, really a history person. I liked history, like learning it growing up. And I enjoyed documentaries, but I was like a museum about it. But I think everyone just has that that association with field trips right where you like have to stay in line this is your chaperone and it's not always the best experience but when you're an adult
1: oh it's so much more fun and i've been to all of them and so
0: i love them all and when i met with some newly assigned airmen at malmstrom air force base last month i was telling them get to these museums like scolding them pretty much if you don't Mm -hmm. go here within your first month
1: you're You're missing out yeah you're not even experiencing the town. And then reverse goes. Maybe you're a homebody, someone who just goes to museums. Go out and mosey on the River's Edge Trail. So we were going to have a birding expert on our
0: podcast earlier. She's still coming. She's coming next week. Yay. So to prepare for it, I was like, you know what? I don't care about birds. Again. (laughs) I mean, like they're beautiful, it's a pretty bird, or it's a blackbird. Yeah. My husband's looking out the window at our house the other day, and he's like, that's a blah, 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 like 10-worded bird. I'm
1: like,
0: I look, and I'm like, I do not care. Like, it's just a bird. It doesn't, I'm glad you gave them food, because like, it's negative whatever out, and you're still feeding the birds, and there's bunny feet in the backyard. Don't get me started. Anyway, so I know there's a bird expert coming, so I went to Benton Lake Wildlife Refuge, where there's thousands upon thousands of birds there but
1: species not species. like not like individual birds there's a lot of birds there too but there's a variety of
0: species but when there's migrations there's over 300,000 birds there yeah so or in that area too so I go there and I'm like oh I am not a highly effective traveler <laughs> this is not fall or spring so I should probably come here in October or March Because there was not a bird in sight.
1: But it was pretty. It's pretty. But one of the things I do recommend, whether you like birds or not, this may start your birding experience. Go to Freeze Out Lake during the migration. Yeah. It is impressive to see that many flying things in one location. It's the safe experience from Alfred Hitchcock's. It's a the bird <laughs> or the crows have eyes. <laughs> <laughs> your They're car, not going to attack you. No. There's just a lot of them there. Yeah. There's other people around. Nothing's going to bad is going to happen, but your car will get pooped on. Yeah. And you're going to go. This is crazy. How many birds are in one location? And that is at least an experience anybody can have, and it's not too far out of your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, and if not, you just enjoy the scenery and said, "Hey, I saw all these birds." And then when you do meet someone like my husband, you'd be like, "Oh, you like birds?
1: I saw three hundred thousand of them at once <laughs> at one location." Another thing that. Go on. I'm going to add one more thing on the burn thing, because on the way back into Great Falls, we were just outside of Montana's birthplace. Okay, Fort Benton. And down along the ditch, there was like 30 turkeys all together, And I'd never seen that many turkeys in one location at one time. I was like, oh my God, that's a lot of turkeys. Mark said something similar too. And then when we were driving home, we were somewhere
0: not far from here. Forty quails. Oh, my God. Like on the side of the, the road and he's like slowing down. Like, look at all these quails. There's like a group of them. They're bedding down. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Drive the car. <laughs> I'm just saying when you see an obscene number of birds together, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, my friend's husband hit a turkey oh no. while, while driving in the sluice boxes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so... We look in the back of his car and he's like, it's in a bag. (laughs) It's like I hit the turkey and I'm like, oh my goodness. I didn't think you were coming here for this. But because he was going out hunting the next day. (laughs) Um, There's also events we think people should try. Okay. And that is going to be like Western Art Week. Come here, see something new and go to at least some of the shows. You don't have to dedicate your entire time.
1: But, no, it, But, it, but immerse
0: yourself into the auctions, the raffles, dancing, runway.
1: You have five days of activities over 16 shows. You're not going to get it all done. No. Because that is what habit number five is about. Oh, yeah. And so just know you're going to need to make multiple trips for Western Art Week. And I guess you can also... Try something new, breaking out of
0: your comfort zone like fly fishing because Fred still (laughs) thinks he can teach us in our 30 minutes. And I really don't think he knows us that well. And when I set the timer when he teaches us, he's going to be like, oh, no. No.
1: (laughs) So habit number five. What is that one? That's the... Don't crowd your itinerary. Yes.
0: I have been guilty of this.
1: You try to get too much done and you don't even get to relax. And it's that age-old experience of... Well, I have to take a vacation cuz I just got back from vacation and I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I you, think we all missed the point of yeah. what we're supposed to be doing. I think it's the
0: I read some stat once that people often get more pleasure planning a pa- vacation than going on the vacation, like actually booking it, because they're not exhausted from doing all their overbookings. <laughs>
1: Well, when you got to be camp counselor, it is no fun. I just did a trip with a group of friends (laughs) and our plane left like at 8 a.m. So that meant corralling 18 people to be on the bus to get to the airport in the amount of time that was allotted. And I was texting and I was calling and I was alarm clocking people. And it's like, I don't want to be camp counselor that was kind of a thing we had to get done. <laughs> we have to We have leave. to be able to leave. Come on, people. <laughs> get your stuff together.
0: <laughs> That's so what we mean by don't crowd it. It's because if you go on a float trip and you only allot a certain amount of time together or a certain amount of time for the float trip, and then you want to do a hike or you have dinner reservations or tickets for the Newberry or you're going to go to um, one of the live comedy shows at Dubar. You might be like, "Oh no, I'm really enjoying my time on this float trip. I wish it could be
1: all day." Or you start to get anxious and then you're not having fun, and then you won't be able to have an extra craft beer or craft cocktail,
0: uh, you know? You just you need to relax during your itinerary and know that you're going to want some buffer room to actually enjoy it. The next habit is to know the history of your destination.
1: Why is this so important?
0: I've been guilty of going to places and not knowing as much as I should because I didn't enjoy it. I didn't understand the town's energy or vibe or why certain things were laid out the way they were. And it left me with more questions instead of dedicating my time to enjoying what, what I was doing right there. So I think that before you even come, you can research the history of the place, get an idea. I don't know, listen to a podcast or two. <laughs> um, but you can you can do it like the first day of doing the historic sites, figuring it out, getting those questions answered. Um, the first time I was in a southern town that I often go to, I didn't know why there were all these like squares. <laughs> or I just didn't understand the connection to like the Civil War And I should have beforehand. And now I know it and I can answer questions when I go there with other people.
1: Well, and it makes it more enjoyable when you have some type of reference point as to why this town is the way it is. And you might miss out on it, if that makes sense. Like if
0: you find out something after you leave, like... What? I didn't I didn't know there was mermaids at that bar. <laughs> that seems like a not miss experience and I didn't do it. I didn't know this was the largest buffalo jump in North America.
1: I didn't know that they had the world's largest natural spring right next to the North America's longest river. Like how, what?
0: So <laughs> you you should know the history <laughs> so then you're like, "Oh my goodness, I definitely missed out." But if you do miss out, you can come back again because 80% of our visitors do. <laughs> And you should probably know about Charlie Russell before you come here. Yeah, because... Or learn about it the first day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that you're going to want to know about, which is probably an area of frustration for most travelers. Um, Anytime you go to someplace you've not been before, it's difficult to get around in. And so if you know the history of why our city was laid out the way it was, and... That avenues and streets have some rhyme or reason to them. It makes navigation a whole heck of a lot easier. Did you know that if a street has a central and a first
0: avenue north, it's a railroad town?
1: I did not know that.
0: Jack told me that from the Lions Club who came in (laughs) earlier this week. He said if you look at old towns and if they have a central um, and a first avenue, that's where the railroad starts. And they just lay it out from there. So similar, Perfect. similar
1: towns have similar layouts, but there's maps, people, and uh, railroad history walking tour brochures. <laughs> Ta-da! It's like we had.
0: It's like we knew you might have questions, um, but you don't have to follow any of these habits except for number one and, and number seven. Yeah, you should always visit the local tourism office, and that would be
1: us. It is so important because you're going to get insider information and you can go to Yelp, you can go to whatever crap you go to to search for things and they would be like, this had 200 reviews. Well, let me tell you a little something about Great Falls. Not all of our really great places are listed on those locations. No, and we can give you, we can ask you qualifying questions
0: yeah. and then give you recommendations based off of that and tell you what you would enjoy where you do want to spend your time right because yes you should break out of your comfort zone don't look for restaurants that and then you're like oh i don't drink and i don't i don't want to be around it well, hey, perfect. Send you somewhere else. So we'll do the hard work for you because it's already done. Because we know the stuff. We know where the falls are, and we're it's not a we're not going to keep the damn secret no. where Ryan Dam is. When the best time to go, the bridges,
1: um, upcoming events. There has been times we had a family in right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. They said we want to see the falls and the dams, and I said great. Showed them where everything was and they said, we only have this amount of time. I said, then you know what? I would probably skip the Great Falls because, you know, and it's not something that I enjoy saying, No, but really when you want to get the most out of your time in our town, in the winter is not the time to go experience the Great Falls at Ryan Dam. That is something that's really special in June, July, late May when the park is open. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it's in the spring runoff. And we'll tell you that it doesn't, we want you to have a good experience. So we will tell you the honest truth. So don't go do that. Yeah, (laughs) do that some other
0: time. And we can let you know if there's hiking opportunities in the area, because there are plenty of apps out there that tell you where the trails are. Um, But we can help you along, give, give you a better idea of. And give you a
1: little bit more assistance in actually finding some of those trailheads because, frankly, it's a vast open wilderness here. It's a little bit difficult sometimes to find them or to know that you're actually going to be in the right place. Yeah. It's going to look like this. You're going to feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. You're in the right spot.
0: I was talking to someone at a spa on Wednesday and I was telling her about snowshoeing. Oh, And I said, You really need to go. And I guess her son is about two and a half, almost three. And I said, That's when my daughter first did it. You can go to Bighorn Outdoor um, Specialist, rent your snowshoes there, get geared up. And you're going to head out to Silver Crest Winter Recreation Area. And she's like, Where is that? I said, It's about 500 yards before you get to Showdown. And <laughs> it's going to be marked with a brown sign saying Winter Recreation Area. And why this is so impressive? it's a multi-million dollar parking lot with trail areas that are maintained and groomed. There is a bathroom facility there and it's it's easy. Yep, it, easy it's access. Great view. So she, I don't think she completely understood like why it was so important that this exists. I'm like, because otherwise, people like me are gonna go venture out in the little belts and not know anything and, and might get into some trouble. Right, But you have a two-and-a-half, three-year-old kid with you, that's where you should go. And they're going to want their own walking sticks. So yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't try to share.
0: Oh, we did this video with Peter Jennings, the owner of the Celtic Cal- Cal- Cowboy and Hotel Arvon, doing some rapid fire questions. And one of the questions that their media coordinator came up with was, what's your favorite memory as a kid on vacation? And I, knowing Peter's mom, Jerry, who was on our podcast, I right. think episode... 11 or 12, if you can walk, you can snowshoe. Jerry shared with us that she would take her children, Peter included, poking in the area, which is just dragging your children in a sled. On a sled. So I guess there's some <laughs> equipment involved. So I'm waiting for Peter to say, poking. You want to know what he said? Uh, I guess when I was a teenager, I was trying to find booze all the time. <laughs> Oh, we're honest to a fault, are yeah. we not? because um, I had to cut out some of the footage to make it you know shorter, and I'm like, it's not poking, like, you don't, know, <laughs> what the heck? And I'm like, my favorite childhood memory is like my back not hurting, but you know, come on, I, your mom told me about this, it would have been a perfect opportunity or a plug because then I would have inserted some of the podcasts there, but no, he's like, no. Um, searching for alcohol, <laughs> and then he openly admitted to having a warrant still up for his arrest in Wyoming from 20 years ago. Well,
1: the statute of limitations has got to have
0: passed, you'd so, think. If you guys want to have a wild time, you need to see Peter Jennings at the Celtic Cowboy Hotel Arvon. Um, he'll get you in some, into some trouble. Anyone in their staff will. So, yeah, they had some wild, question, or wild answers. Um, so that's how you become a more effective traveler, is you get your butt to Great Falls, and you don't crowd your itinerary, Listen to your podcast beforehand that will guide you, get you in tune, know the history, break out of that comfort zone. Get
1: your body ready for all your outdoor recreation. And indoor recreation.
0: And visit us. Yeah, come on down. Meet the hosts of Montana's
1: number one podcast. And bring some bread and... And make a sandwich. And I'll, you can hang out and look over the city uh, in our big windows. And I'll, uh, I'll give you some plates <laughs> and uh, you'll be good to go. If you guys are
0: listening, the family from Alberta, it was not a hassle at all. We, we was, loved having you here. And I was giddy because we don't have doors in our offices yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm hearing them talk. They're like, well, we have to wait a few hours before we leave. What should we do? And they're like, well, I guess there might be like some Lewis and Clark history here. They're like, I don't know if it's open today. And I'm like, well, no, I'm going to talk. I said, I don't mean to eavesdrop. Lewis and Clark Interpretive (laughs) Center is open and it is free to enter until February 28th. Look at that. Go, have fun. And then right nearby, like a half mile away is Giant Springs State Park. And I'm. It's negative 15 again yesterday. I know we've said it a lot. I'll remind you. (laughs) I said, you're going to go to Giant Springs State Park and you're going to bundle up. And even though it is negative 15 out, the water remains a constant 54 degrees Fahrenheit. And the the water flows at 156 million gallons per day. So all the waterfowl flock there for their spa day. And it's beautiful. And I was so happy to like. Talk about Giant Springs with, with with a guest again because we're just coming off the holidays, or our office was closed,
1: or <laughs> we've moved. There's a lot of factors that are causing us not to engage with other people. And team I, of three, you're gonna, you're gonna get sick and tired of talking to each other. So I was like, I have to tell
0: someone about the falls and the springs. <laughs> If you have any tips on what makes you an effective traveler,
1: send them our way. Oh, yeah. We'd love to figure out how to be more effective um, for ourselves and for our guests. We'll share them freely like we do, pass them off as our own. And um, we really love that you're still listening to us a year later. Yeah. So um, send those uh, suggestions or
0: if you have any questions to information at visitgreatfalls.org or just give me a call 406 406- 761
1: Listen to all of our old episodes at We're No damn You'll find them all there. Super exciting. And until we see your bright, smiling, happy, shining, healthy face here in Great Falls, Montana, we hope you're creating amazing memories wherever you are and planning for your next trip here. Bye bye. We're
0: No damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana covering what you
1: need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.
0: On the next episode of Warno Dam Experts, we're either going to talk about birding in Great Falls, Glacier National Park, or the Winter River Fest event that's going to be held at the Newberry this February. So stay tuned. Warno Dam Experts is produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.